This is the Technology Icing Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Karan Bhandari, a full-stack developer working at Societe Generale. The content of this presentation is quantum computing. Most of the content material has been derived from the conference I had recently attended on the 7th December 2019 at IBM campus on IBM Q as well as a few presentations and materials I have come across at brilliant.org as well as plural site quantum computing the big picture and QIS kit sponsored by IBM. Now I may not be an expert commenting on the developments of quantum computing it is just some random dotnet angular sql some beginner and machine learning guy is trying to figure out what is quantum computing like when he attended the conference or me how what did i feel about it and what kind of differences do i see from a full stack perspective uh, so don't consider me to be a physics expert be, expert because my only knowledge has been till 12 standard and uh, I'll do my best on conveying what I've understood so far and uh, hopefully someone in the community could correct me. Quantum computing. Uh, let's describe this as something which is opposed to what? Opposed to classical computing. What is classical computer? Well, I'm recording this podcast on a classical computer, something that is a laptop. And uh, I have a smartphone with me, which I carry. That's a classical computer. And these are generally manipulated by bits, uh, which is generally in either a state of zero or one, like a light switch. There is another realm of uh, computing which people are trying to explore called the neurotic computing. Like they're trying to emulate what the brain could do. And uh, they are trying to use signal theory to see how one uh, cell of a nerve is axion, dendrites, are trying to send signals to the other nerves and uh, how a memory-based learning happens. Like bit by bit is bit by bit logic is something like if I need to represent two, it will be a one zero. If I represent three, it will be one one. If I represent seven, it will be one one one. So I'm representing the knowledge in bits. In a neuron, uh, they have uh, they have something called as weights and biases. In the sense, I'm learning math by doing memory. For example, if I want to do mathematics on multiplication, I don't do bitwise computation. I just remember the entire table, mathematics table, for example, till 20. And then I, or maybe even 10 is enough. And then I extend this to tables with the concept to other to other greater tables with the with the concept of carryover. So I'm I'm trying to do mathematics by memory. This is neuron type computing. And the third part which I'm going to talk about is the qubits. Now qubits can be imagined to be something like um, 
the regulator of your fan or your thermostat where you could you could be on or off but you can also be somewhere in between for example okay you could be either at uh, 40 to 50 celsius or you could be at 5 degrees celsius and you can also be somewhere in between with the help of regulator so qubit could exist in more states than a bit could exist in and uh, this actually comes uh, from quantum physics and quantum physics deals with mostly amplitude and the probability distribution of electrons and quite a lot of famous physicians have tried to study the phenomenon of light being both a particle as well as a wave form so if you treat a wave uh like have if you've seen a wave like in music or when some of your friends have been connected to heart rate monitor or you could see waves to be something that goes up and down and there is something called as crest and there is a uh, trough the bottom part which dips down and the upper part is crest so we say that an electron exists in a particular area if there is a crest that is there is some mountain in the waveform and uh, in the absence of it is denoted by the bottom part of the wave in in the case where electron if we need to find out what is the state of the electron we find out the position by finding out the position of the uh, the upper part and uh, uh some people have also tried doing experiments if you research and google something called as a two slit experiment it is nothing but you take a paper and you make two slits in it through a with the help of a scissor uh vertically of uh, uh, both the slits are spaced by a few uh, millimeters and then when you flash uh, your paint your paint gun around it you will see that okay your paint um is uh, you know and if you put another surface behind these two slits you'll see that okay the paint gun occupies uh, the parts where there is gaps but in case of electron gun uh, they if suppose you have an electron gun and you shoot waves and if they go through the slit uh, so some waves goes through one slit and other waves goes through other slits then they form these um, interference patterns and they don't form two slits they form multiple uh, you know multiple marks of paint of electrons everywhere spaced by a few um, unit distances apart and this interference is something that quantum computers try to leverage uh, to find out what is the state of the electron and they use probability distribution for example probability distribution is something that is used in logistics regression where you're trying to classify whether it's a cat or a dog or whether it's a human or an animal uh, this what they do is they make something called as the s curve i think that's getting into too many details ibm presented to us um, the ibm q system 1 and this is the quantum system 1 and 
the they try their best to maintain this qubits at minus 273 minus 270 degrees celsius which is one form of supercomputing called the superconducting super uh, no superconducting quantum computing and superconducting quantum computing is needed because i think you want to stabilize the electrons because i have a I, okay i'm not very sure but this is what i'm feeling that if the electrons are random in nature then it's very difficult to find out the position because they are having momentum and uh, heisenberg has a principle that states that if you want to find out the position of the electron then you should not have any momentum and if you have position you cannot find out the momentum that is you 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 should not be able to find out the wavelength if you know the amplitude of the wave and uh, you can't find both at the same time you can't have a wife and you can't have a girlfriend at the same time okay sorry bad analogy uh, and so they say that uh, so that so i think that's why they try to cool it down and they pro try okay in a normal conductor what happens is the electrons flow from one end of the conductor to the other end or in the magnet they create two poles north pole and south pole and uh, the electrons are oriented in a specific fashion so electricity can flow through but in this case they they don't make things flow uh, they are just stationary the electrons are stationary and based on the orientation they find out uh, what is the qubit uh, state is so IBM Q system one. Um, I I saw their uh, their photos. They were trying to show. They had some dilution refrigerator, and the qubits are actually they have just fifty qubits in the largest computer. But fifty qubits is enough to simulate. Uh, is enough to have like the all the atoms or not all the atoms like all a good chunk of uh, more than fifty percent of the atoms that that are present in Mother Earth. 50 qubits can represent that much information because they say that okay the bits if you need to represent uh, eight you need to have three bits like one uh, no uh, yeah so, uh, you need to have four bits sorry and if you need to represent seven you need to have three bits and then the bits keeps growing at two to the power of something but in the case of quantum the uh, the so your your two your two bits can represent more than uh, so uh, around four and then your three can represent uh, eight uh, and much more so so your qubits uh, if you have something like 50 qubits i think you can have like trillions and trillions of combinations uh, because they are growing at such exponential levels uh, so that's why they have it as a size of palm which is good enough for you know decent simulations exercises they have a dilution or refrigerator and what happens is as and when you go from the top uh, to the bottom they try to reduce the temperature further 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 for for example above is 40 kelvin kelvin is nothing but um, like if you, if it's 1 kelvin it's no if it's 0 kelvin it's 273 degree fahrenheit uh, celsius and uh, so so what they're trying to keep the 
uh, chip is in something like 10 to the 10 to 15 milli uh, kelvins and uh, what they what this does is they have an in they have a classical computer and a supercomputer so this quantum computer mixed together because you need the wave uh, the wave system to communicate uh, things to the classical computing because uh, typically uh, you would not have that kind of superconducting thing in your own house but what IBM claims to have done is they have made it in the size of a data center and uh, they have this massive cooling capacities and uh, it typically people would submit web jobs from a desktop computer so you need to translate your wave type output to the normal output so they interface microwave signals and they can they send it to an FPGA um, and this and and they have a big um, kind of um, enclosure to prevent noise from coming in so in this noise is not nothing but it's not the sound noise but uh, quite a lot of things can be noise for them for example even if a temperature increases the hyperactivity of the electrons increase and they start releasing random photons and so that's why they need to keep it at super cool temperatures there's one more there are many more ways that um, quantum computing is uh, is set to have developed but uh, i think most of them are theoretical most practical things i may have seen or come across i don't know is um, is you know in the superconducting side like for example there is uh, one more type of um, computer uh, so one more type of quantum computer uh, there are actually three other types which you will get to here in the plural side course and uh, you, you see Microsoft, Google, uh, IBM have started investing heavily into this realm and uh, this is very promising because um, they not just have um, potential to solve things that uh, classical computer could not have but can it can also unlock other path breaking thing uh, other path breaking scenarios that we may not have thought about so uh, let me give you some examples of uh, where this uh, quantum computer could be used. I'm sorry if I've mentioned supercomputing in the pre previous few minutes because I feel that quantum computing uh, can be close to supercomputing because of its capabilities. Uh, first one uh, is chemical simulation. For example, when you have molecules with you, the scaling of the molecules become very exponential. Uh, because a single molecule is consisting of many atoms and atoms are having protons, neutrons and electrons orbiting around that nucleus which has that and a simple thing like caffeine um, you know caffeine uh, simulation can take uh, numerous um, like it takes more than 20% of the atoms of the earth uh, or 20% or of the atoms of the earth that many times of bits to simulate it which is actually humongous so so I feel that if you 
want to simulate a caffeine molecule it's almost impossible i'm 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 saying that caffeine is is not that simple it's a hydrocarbon and you may feel that okay it has just 16 nodes in it and why are you saying it takes so much even if you have even if you're trying to arrange your friends your 10 friends on a single dining table you have 10 factorial uh, combinations which is a very big number so even a simple thing like uh, uh caffeine simulation or maybe if you want to discover new drugs how 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 can a drug latch on to a virus and inhibit uh, you know its effect to cause cancer to you and uh, uh, you know to simulate so many things build a compound it's it's it takes a very long time you need to also perform simulations and accuracy in simulations is generally 50% so drug discovery is something that is very important and the other one is battery research uh because the you need to find out the smallest molecule that can store more energy reduce the size you need to simulate things at molecular level then the protein structure material sciences gene analysis there are so many things that have exponential types of computing and in artificial intelligence i have seen that in cnn which is convoluted neural networks they sample the images to dumber things to find out what it is for example if they are looking at uh, uh something like a water bottle or, or maybe uh, let's exam uh, let's take for example a human with eye glasses they just convert the eye glasses to two circles and they they you know sample just the outlines and they they dumb down in the sense uh, your your alphabet a has just got one horizontal rod and then one uh, uh v which is inverted upside down on the very small top and just two lines which are 45 degrees slanting and then you know they try to sample down the images by a big margin so, and most of them operate on 64 by 64 pixels to find out what the image is there because if you have to find out the combination of all the pixels the it would be very difficult for a normal classical computer to do so even in cnn the patch breaking image classification algorithms try to sample it down so that it can be tractable by a normal computer even the np hard problems or uh, sim the simulation experiments like monte carlo predictions risk analysis of portfolios uh these could be solved by quantum computing and then um, uh, ibm claims that if you can convert anything to a matrix um they can take it and you know perform some things to enable the uh, quantum computer to understand these instructions and uh, in in this um, in ai ml also they they need not do so much approximation and they can do more convergence on the dimensions and more better classification you 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 can even go to an advanced level like for example you need not allow whale to be classified as a fish because it is a mammal it is not it may be a fish it cannot be a fish it is still a mammal which can swim uh but but if you the but you know if you need to pro, make a cnn understand that okay it's a whale you need to give it with more data like okay not just swimming not just being in water but also okay how does it give birth and 
uh, how does it reproduce so these complicated so you know you in ai you start giving more access of datas and uh, i think it becomes more and more difficult as in when you add too many things to be considered because nature is actually quite random uh, it's not very predictable anything can happen to anyone like or uh, something like a butterfly flapping its wings in brazil may cause a tornado somewhere else i don't know like the people that's called the butterfly effect so nature is very unpredictable and uh, they are saying that uh, the, the 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 quantum bit is um, something that gives approximate results it does not give the exact results because sometimes noise comes into place so 2 plus 3 becomes 4.9999 and then you apply some probabilistic uh, layer over it saying that okay 2 plus 3 becomes 5 so i uh, ibm advised that do not use quantum computing for things that classical computer can solve um and uh, Uh, oh yeah i just received the i just remembered what uh, you need 10 to the power of 48 bits in classical computer to handle or simulate a caffeine molecule okay let's get back to um the the computation path so um the classical thing uh, is measured by how many flops or teraflops are there but in quantum they are measuring by the error rate because um you know noise like temperature interference bad coherence and uh, calibration cross talk you know the wave issues that you see in the telecom industry can also start affecting this and and they they characterize the error rates and the and you know because 2 plus 3 gives you a probabilistic answer of 5 they say the more number of times you execute the answer you need to see like at what probability the answer is coming so you try to sim get many you try to replicate it many a times and see where is the probabilistic answer going towards so you you won't get a direct answer so and and of course you, as i told you before don't try to do things that classical computer can do like addition is very simple but complicated cases like simulation or you know uh, trying to uh, put in like 10000 variables uh these are something that um where the state space is very high where the state space becomes exponential then you should try using the quantum computing and um the noises should be reduced in the sense make sure that the quantum computer is is at a very optimal temperature that the qubit should be super cooled and uh, f- uh, for uh, for example uh, and uh, i think uh, there is other types of so Uh, other types of quantum computing something that microsoft talks about frequently is called the topological ones and then there is spin state then there is light polarization so different kinds of companies are experimenting ibm claims that microsoft is still a theoretical stage and uh, what microsoft has done for the community of quantum sciences they have given them the quantum development kit and you can write q sharp and uh, you can simulate quantum um commands uh to be given to if the quantum sta- computer were to be invented by them uh, but ibm uh has given you know the entire community 
you know some computers at their disposal and you can also you as a normal man can also submit jobs to the quantum computer today uh, so most of their knowledge is located in qiskit.org and um, that's the training and the community involvement and where uh, people go to submit their uh, quantum computing jobs is quantum-computing.ibm.com you need to register uh, with an IBM account and they have uh, two kinds of ways you can write quantum codes one is a circuit composer and the other one is QIS kit notebook which is a QIS kit notebook is very similar to a Python style notebook and circuit computer is where you drag and drop gates and measuring things and you connect them together something like a digit no, like an online breadboard they give you and you drag and drop the items so those they say the beginners use the circuit composer uh, to do basic experiments and QIS kit has some impressive uh, examples for uh, if you go to the quantum computing uh, Jupyter notebook tutorial they have a PYNB notebook a Jupyter notebook that uh, has shown you how to do stochastic vector uh, modeling and they have shown you uh, how do you go about doing uh, the, uh, the adversarial network GNN um, so generating adversarial network is nothing but a good dog bad dog like if the dog does the right thing you say oh well done um, and if the dog does not do the right thing you say bad dog and you don't give them the biscuit and they have uh, so so they are exposing their um, machine learning libraries through um, a library called as aqua and uh, they have other things that they are um, offering like qis kit chemistry qis kit finance qis kit ai that helps you to uh, go about doing um, uh, trying it out and uh, what happens over here is uh, once you submit a job you need to select one of those uh, freely available quantum computing machines that they have given to the community so when you submit a job it gets queued in the system uh, for example if you are 16th in the queue then after 16 jobs are finished then your you get a chance to execute your code so they have one uh, so one quantum computer in melbourne in essex in burlington in london um and qa sm simulator and uh, each most of them on an average have um, around 5 to 20 qubits and uh, these are the backends available to the community and uh, they can submit quantum jobs either through the notebook or the circuit composer uh, through quantum-computing.ibm.com and can see the results of the same um, it's it's a fairly complicated topic um, microsoft has also invested in uh, qsdk where, which you can run simulations on your classical computer to and uh, so when the quantum computing is made commercial then you may be able to uh, start using the same instruction set as uh, Microsoft uh, 
QSTK and um, uh, you will be able to get exposed to how to do programming against it and um, yeah I think IBM one is available for the community and uh, recently in AWS reInvent they uh, have also shown how to go about doing quantum computing and uh, I, I, I strongly recommend you to look at the YouTube video on some of the foundations of what is quantum physics and uh, the quantum computing big picture in plural site um, also explains like a bare bone idea of what quantum computing is about and IBM has excellent resources in uh, the quiz kit um, uh, sys ecosystem that they have so start experimenting and stay sharp stay relevant this is Karan Bhandari signing off have a productive week ahead or if you're listening in the weekend have a pleasant weekend goodbye